the level of arrogance out there right now. Are you sensing this too? Like it's unbelievable. It's, it's actually really weighing me down. If I'm going to be quite honest with you, the level of pride, the level of arrogance, the level of, um, of, of people just thinking that they know better than anyone else. And I, I want to share with you part of the conversation I had with Jimmy Collins, the longtime president of Chick-fil-A. Um, I talked about my conversation with him uh, maybe 15 episodes ago, and he he said something that um, that applies to what we're seeing in society right now. And I, I just think we can't we, we we've got to be really sensitive, you all. To, to our level of arrogance and our level of pride right now. And I'll explain why in this episode. Leadership is the ability to facilitate movement in others toward a destination you can describe. I'm Russ Hill. I help build leaders. And this is the Culture Hacks Podcast. Welcome into the Culture Hacks Podcast. I'm Russ Hill. I coach executives, impact their results. For the last decade or so, I've been traveling around the world, working with everything from some of the, the world's largest restaurant companies to biggest retailers, Amazon, Walmart, to uh, manufacturers, to uh, it just goes goes on and on, different industries. And I love it. It's, it's just absolutely, I'm doing what I could only, I, like I couldn't even have dreamt of being able to do what I do for a living years ago. I would have never pictured it when I was 18 years old or 16 and that that I would get to do what I'm and be in the room virtually or in person with the teams that I get to work with and being able to learn at the level that I'm able to learn. I, I feel like I'm in the lab of leadership and it is awesome. And so this podcast is a place where I have the opportunity to share some of my observations, things that are going through my my head um, things that I'm seeing, and I hope, I really, really hope that it brings value to all of you, each of you, wherever in the world you are listening to this podcast, whatever you do for a living, I, 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 I so appreciate your trust and your time. Okay, uh, by the way, you can find out more about me at russhill.me or connect with me on LinkedIn. The link to do that is in the show notes. Um, so I, I, I'm actually really bugged. <laughs> A way down. Um, what's the right adjective? What's the right verb here? Um, it's just it's it's bothersome to me. It's sad to me. The level of arrogance that exists in our society right now, and I I think we've got to be so careful, you all, to make sure that we don't get caught up in it. This and and I I don't know. It's actually affecting my level of optimism for my kids. Like, how do I help them survive in a world with so much contention, so much arrogance, so much pride to where people, they don't, they don't have any desire to listen to anyone else. They know what's right. And they, and you need to listen to them. And it's, and they're the smartest and everyone else is an idiot. The the level of vitriol and, and the, in the political talk shows that I used to like listening to, and the level of of um, standoffishness, if that's a word, w- with with friends, whether you're talking about masks or vaccines, or you're talking about um, you know legislation or or Afghanistan, or you're talking about things in religion and church, I see it everywhere around me. 
and um, it, I, I, I struggle to even want to open up like Facebook. When I open it up, I just someone's ranting and they're just furious and they're denouncing somebody. And I want to share a couple of experiences I've had recently, which will paint this picture for you um, better and explain why it's bothering me. Um, but before I do that, I want to talk about a conversation I had with Jimmy Collins, the longtime president of Chick-fil-A. Um, Jimmy's in his, I think he's in his eighties now. He's, he's retired and just a really good Southern um, person, you know, someone who lives in the South, who's got all the, the friendliness and the down home humility and the twang of, of Georgia and, um, and, and, and combine that with, the wisdom that comes from building a company as successful as Chick-fil-A. No company is perfect. Some of you might despise that company for whatever reason, um, and and that's fine. But you can't argue with their their business results, right? And yet you have to you have to respect that, even if you um, or acknowledge it at least, um, even if you've got big time challenges with 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 the organization. Um, and, w- and when I talked to Jimmy. Um, you know, we connected through LinkedIn. He, 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 long story short, we, we ended up on the phone together and we got to spend, I got to spend about 90 minutes just asking Jimmy questions and having him walk through his experience leading Chick-fil-A. What did he learn from working with Kathy Truitt, who founded Chick-fil-A and just a, a company that I have a lot of respect for as far as their business results and the culture that they've created internally that's led to their ability to scale and, um, and, and in my conversation, so before I talked to Jimmy, before we, we had this call that was scheduled and before I uh, got on the phone with him, I, I ordered every book Jimmy Collins had written, had, had uh, written and he's, he's, he wrote a few and they're small. They're kind of like decide to lead, you know, they're not thick. Um, and they're, they're kind of like my, my first two books decide to lead and remotability where, you know, a hundred, 200 pages, quick reads, and um and easy to go through and and jimmy's got three or four of them out none of them were new york times bestsellers just like mine um most people don't know who jimmy collins is um and they certainly do know what who, what chick-fil-a is but they don't know because jimmy was an out front he he didn't have the notoriety of of true at kathy and the kathy family and 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 there are a lot of people who don't even know that name don't even know the kathy's just just know the brand but um so i i read all the books that that, that these several books that jimmy wrote before I, I just spe- speed read them or sped read them, however you say that. I, I read them quickly before I got on the phone with Jimmy so I could so I could ask him some some good questions to get more into his mind before I was connected with him on the phone. And uh, Jimmy talks a lot about following, not leading, but following. I think one of his books and even a, a, a firm that he created, a small company he created, I think it was called The Creative Followership or something like that. You can you can search Amazon for Jimmy Collins and you, you'd see the the books and they're they're about following. And so when I got on the phone with Jimmy, I I pushed on that. I'm like, Jimmy, you were the president of Chick-fil-A during this massive expansion when this company uh, transitioned from, uh, you know, being next to uh, what's that hot dog place in the mall? Hot dog on a stick <laughs> like Chick-fil-A was hot dog on a stick. Right. Like successful, but nobody really cared about it. Just kind of tucked away, doing its little thing, handing out free chicken samples in a mall food court. And then it went to standalone locations and then it just grew like mad. And now everywhere you go, most locations have lines that are out the parking lot, like just massive lines. How how did how did and and they've got incredible customer service scores, all the success that you know about with Chick-fil-A. So I'm like, Jimmy, 
you were the president, like the number two. The only person that was more senior than you was Truett, the founder and CEO of the company. You're number two. How are you not a leader? And, he, and, and so I pushed on him in a respectful way when we got on the phone and he pushed right back. He's like, no, do not call me a leader, Russ. I was not a leader. I was a follower. I'm like, well, who are you following? He's like, I was following Truett Cathy. My job as president was to do what Truett Cathy needed me to do. I, my job was to execute on his vision to make that strategy come to life. And so, yeah, I gave him feedback and we had, you know, I pushed back on some things, but at the end of the day, he was the decision maker and I executed. That was my job to follow wherever he was leading the company. He was the leader. I was the follower. And so Jimmy talks about, we need more followers and I'll let you dig more into his ideas. If you have any interest in, in ordering any of, of his books off of Amazon and reading them, they're, they're real simple, simple reads, but packed full of some good w- down home wisdom, if you will, from Jimmy. And, um, I've thought about that cause it bugged me, honestly, <laughs> even Jimmy's response. I'm like, well, okay, maybe, but, and I, I, I hadn't met anyone ever in my life that was as passionate about following as Jimmy and certainly not in the senior ranks of large corporations or very successful companies. It's all about leading. And I, I mean, my first book was called decide to lead. I want, I've been advocating for people to make this decision to lead, to get out front, to be willing to make decisions, to carry the flag, to march in front, to, to, to blaze the trail, to, to take on the pressure that leading comes from leading. Cause there's so many benefits, so much growth that you can, you can gain through leading. And so here was that, that's been my MO. That's been my, my battle cry for years. And now I have somebody in front of me who I view as very successful and have a lot of respect for who's saying, actually, it's not all about leading. It's about following too. And so I've thought about Jimmy a lot in the last few weeks. There are a couple of experiences. One is political. I just, I, I am so, I'm so bugged by our political environment. And this is not a political talk show. And so some of you may totally disagree with me. And I hope that you'll, you'll, uh, gi- you, you, you'll give me some space here, some grace to, to make my point and feel free to, to, to challenge it. Cause I don't, I, I, I may not be right. I may be way off my rocker on this and that's, that's okay. I'm, I'm comfortable with that. I'm trying to find my way on this, but I'm, I'm just bugged by, I lean a certain way politically and I, I'll listen to talk show host on podcasts or different things when I have time or I'm trying to fall asleep in a hotel room or whatever, and I'll just get up the date. And there, there's so much vitriol and they, they, they are like yelling and so angry and denouncing and calling the, 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 the people who disagree with them and the other party and anyone that's elected, just calling them names and just how stupid they are and how. And I'm thinking, you guys, like, that's not that these are human beings and yes, they, um, and, 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 and by the way, they don't agree with the people you would vote for or have voted for who you've put in the white house or whatever else. Like, and if they viewed you as negatively as you view them and, and they probably do. And in fact they do, then we can't like, we can't, we can't get anything done. And that that's not society. I, I don't value that. There's so much contention. And I, I don't know. I, I, I struggle with that. And I, I, I feel myself needing to take a shower or, or, or I want to pound somebody. Like I want, I want to just go pummel somebody. I'm angry. And so these podcasts don't help me fall asleep. They don't help me feel peace. They don't help me. They, they just make me mad. 
And I don't, I don't, I don't need that in my life. I got too many things to deal with and I got, I, yeah. And so I, I, I don't know, that's bothered me. So that, that's one experience that I'm having and that's not new. Like that's that I, I would say that that's really developed strongly in the last four or five years and, and even worse in the last 12 months. Would you agree with that? Then you introduce the mask and the vaccine arguments and, and it's, it's just out of control. And, and I, I don't have, I'm not going to tell anyone else what to do, but you know what, just, can we just respect decision? Like, I don't know. I, I walked into a, uh, well, I don't even know if I should tell that story. Should I tell that? No, because it'll make people who are on the other side of, you know, just make people mad. Like you can't even talk. Like I can't even tell a story about a mask thing because it's going to, it would infuriate half of you. And, um, and how dumb is that, that we can't even like have a conversation. I can't make a comment on somebody's post on Facebook where I might, I might respectfully and calmly and peacefully, um, uh, have a different perspective than they do. Cause they'll view that as me call, calling me declaring war on them. And so I, so I just have to stay silent. I got a little notification on Facebook recently and said, Hey, you haven't posted in forever. I'm like, yeah, that's right. Because I don't know that I could say anything. I, could, I don't know that I can make any observation without ticking off people that I care about and that, I, that I've gotten to know over the years. And so I just can't, like, I could post pictures of my kids doing whatever and, uh, okay, maybe I'll just do that, <laughs> right? Because um, you can't say anything because you're going to make somebody mad. And, um, and then in our, in our, in the religious circles that I hang out in and in our church, there've been some leaders of our church, one in particular who made some comments and this is somebody that a lot of people love and respect and whatever else. And he, he delivered a, a, um, a a talk in the last few weeks that turned into this massive controversy. How dare he say what he said? And now suddenly he's being, you get people who are posting on social media questioning his inspiration level. Like, how dare he say that? How can, and, and I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not declaring him right or wrong or whatever else, but like the level of respect went out the window. And uh, the leader of the church that I'm a member of has made comments and even the last few weeks, and you have people like denouncing that, oh, he's, he's, he, he, that, that, like just no respect. And, um, and I, I just watch it all and I think, man, how arrogant are we? And I'm not saying anybody's right or wrong or on any side of any of these issues. I just sit back and I go, we are, we as a society, and you could totally disagree. This is just my viewpoint. I may be way wrong. I may be overthinking it. I don't think I am. But I just think the level of pride, the level of arrogance, the level of the lack of humility, the, the anger, the vitriol, is that helping any of us? Is that making anyone feel good? And I just think people are good. I think people who disagree with me politically are good people. And they, they really want what's best. And they have different viewpoints than I do. And, but they're not trying to destroy anyone. They're not out to whatever. I think people who disagree with the way I view masks are good people. I totally respect them. And they may be right. And I'm probably wrong. So I'm not going to tell them what to do. I'm not going to get on and post and denounce everyone who sees it differently on the vaccine. I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to get on and tell people what to do or that they shouldn't do or get mad. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. And, um, and, and, and in my church, I'm, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, uh, I, I worry, I worry about the level of arrogance and the lack of humility that exists. 
And um, I want my kids like that. I don't want, I don't want them to have that view. I want them to be humble. I want them to stand for something, but I want them to see the good in other people. I want them to compromise. I want them to listen before they speak. I want them to really hear others. I want them to have empathy. I want them to not be angry. I want them to be calm. I want them to be, I want them to be seeking peace and spreading peace. I, I want them to, to ask people about the, the stories and the experiences of their lives and to listen and to let that influence how they view others and how they view life and how they view their own opinions. And um, I, 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 I have consciously, I tried to raise, and I'm still doing it. We got half our kids that are out of, out of the house now, right? And so I, I've got one in elementary school, one in high school, and then the two others are, are, are going into college, either started or will start soon. And so I'm, I'm at this position in life where, you know, things are transitioning. And I, 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 my wife and I have raised our kids in the way we know best. And, but they may disagree with something that we thought that we've taught them um, politically, um, spiritually, um, about anything. And I, I want them to be able to do that. I've never, I've never tried to force them into seeing the world the way I see it. I've never tried to tell them that I've got it all figured out because the older I get, the more I realize I don't know. The older I get, the more questions I have. And, um, and, and at the same time, I'm, I, I hope that I'm gaining more wisdom. I feel like I'm smarter in so many ways. I've got more wisdom. I've, I've got more scars and bruises and I've stumbled and learned. And yet I, I, I cannot declare to anyone that I've figured it out, that I know the absolute answers on all of it. I, I've got strong opinions on some things and, and, and softer opinions on others, but I, I'm so interested in your perspective. I'm so interested in why you view things the way you view them. And um, yeah, I've got opinions and, uh, and th- I do think there's right and there's wrong, but I, but I'm not here to, to make you feel like an idiot if you disagree with me. And I, I, I'm not going to be a cynic. I, I, I refuse to be, I, and I refuse to, I refuse to be someone who's spreading fear and anger and contention and I, I do do that sometimes. I'm, I'm sure I'm guilty of that, but I don't want to be. And, um, and I, just, I, I just wish there was some way for all of us in society to chill a little bit and to maybe be a little bit hum- more humble and, and maybe do things that we sometimes, because, because they benefit somebody else or they might help someone or it might make them feel more comfortable. Um, it might make them feel heard. That's the kind of, I I go back to Jimmy. I I I think we need to. I think we do need more followers. I think he's right, and maybe we've got. We've. I don't know. I'm I'm struggling with this because I I think we need more leaders, and here at the same time, I think we got too many people yelling. Does that make sense? Hopefully, this podcast episode makes sense to you. I'm just you're getting my stream of consciousness, you all, uh, and and as I as I view some of the things going on in the world and around me, and um and worry worry about um the society that i'm a part of and i don't want to make it worse so hopefully that helps somebody hopefully i give you some things to think about and uh, and hopefully i can model i can demonstrate what i've said in in this episode because that is the type of person 
that I want to be. Hope you're all healthy. I hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. Are you getting my emails as well? Every week, I'm writing an article designed to strengthen your ability to lead others. Are you seeing these? If you're not, join the more than 5,000 people who are reading them. They've subscribed for free. Just go to RussHill.me. Start getting those weekly leadership articles at RussHillMyName.me. At that site, by the way, you can also learn more about my online courses and coaching sprints if you've got interest in that as well. RussHill.me.